Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is KT Mashler, and as always, I am here to share an inspiring story with you guys. This week, I got to sit down with Joey Drollshagen. As an executive life coach, Joey has helped hundreds of individuals transition out of their jobs and move into entrepreneurship with incredible success. I hope he inspires you as much as he inspired me. Well, it's great to be here with you today, Caitlin. And, you know, my name is Joey Drolshagen, and I've spent over the past decade traveling the world, speaking, coaching, and really helping people to live better lives. You know, listening to your story, and, and, and there's people that things happen, events happen in our life, and we grab hold of that, and it just changes the entire avenue of our life to where we couldn't be without that event happening. And then there's other people that take that as beating themselves up and stuff. My, my whole purpose of my life is to inspire and motivate millions of people to live better lives. And I'm grateful to be here with you today. Well, that is right up my alley. That is perfect. Do you have like kind of just a reason why you chose this as a career or like kind of a path? You know, when I was younger in my later teens and stuff, I thought I was going to be a minister or a pastor. I mean, I always had that desire to help like that, you know. And at 22 years old, I heard a speaker by the name of Jack Bowen speak. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. He was up in Detroit, Michigan. And I don't know what he said. Like, I don't remember the words he said, but I just remember igniting this inside of me. And I knew with all of my being, my every senses that I had, that my purpose of my life, the desires of my life was to inspire and motivate people to live better lives. And I became a student that very day. That's awesome. Okay. So you're having that part is awesome, but it took me almost three decades to step into it because of being raised in Detroit, Michigan. I was conditioned that a man gets a job and supports a family and hopefully lives long enough to enjoy some retirement. So even though I had like dual life thing going on, well, really, you know, I had this dual life going on is, is I right away started a career in corporate America that lasted 28 years up to a vice president of sales. And I was building very successful territories. I helped multiple organizations that were in bankruptcy come out that other side back into profitability. And I was really good at what I did, you know, so that right away was confusing, like why I must be meant to do this, even though I got this whole other side of me, we got, we, we have a we guest, have a guest visitor. visitor. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. so for 28 years, and, and then like you and your moment, I had that moment. I went through a divorce, a surprise divorce after a 19-year marriage, you know, which, which um, impacted my entire life. I had a, a nine-year-old son at the time, you know, he's 25 now, and, and I didn't know what was going to happen and all that. And then within a year or so of that, my dad passed away of cancer. And then after a 56-year marriage, my mom didn't want to be alive without her other half. And she, she passed away of pretty much natural causes. And I found myself an orphan and I was alone. And I couldn't stand the life I was living anymore. I had already abused food and alcohol and gambling and things like that, trying to be okay doing what I was doing. And, and at that point, when all that happened like that, it was just, I didn't want to be alive. I didn't want to continue to live the way I was living. And at that point now, I have 20, some 25 years of knowledge, of coaching, of growing, of expanding. And a lot of it was mindset. But when all that happened and I dove into it and I went through the misery and stuff is when I started to realize 
my mindset is as positive as it can be. And I used to think that I could positive think my way into the life I wanted, but it never worked out. And it's when I went to that next level and that conditioning I told you about that a man gets a job and supports a family and all that, that's what had been binding me that whole time. It was never my desire. It was never, you know, I mean, it came out as as self-belief in myself and stuff like that and the fears and all that stuff you deal with. But it was that conditioning that every time I got so far out would pull me back into living that conditioning of a job of a, you know, I mean, of a paycheck type of a thing. And when I understood that, it was like a breakthrough. I worked at shifting that conditioning. And as I did within six months, now this is after 28 years, within six months, I had my first of multiple certifications in coaching. I had three clients I was working with at the time, and that told me what I was doing was repeatable. I resigned from corporate America, and then I moved down here to the mountains of South Carolina where I've always wanted to live. I mean, it it was like, there's no way (laughs) I would ever go back. (laughs) No. Okay. Well, with all that being said, how do you get that? you know, motivation, you're having all these people coming to you for needing coaching advice and with negative situations they need help with. How do you kind of turn that into motivation and motivate them? From the first time I work with somebody, I right away work on their self-talk, right? Like whenever I'm doing a workshop, I'll always say, "How how many of you guys would ever speak to another person the way you talk to yourself? And everybody always laughs and I get the humor, but it's so damaging. So our self-talk and our self-thoughts. And then the next thing I do, whether I'm working with an individual organization, corporation, it doesn't matter, is I get into what I call dynamic vision roadmapping, where we create a, a, like a, a mighty vision for what it is you want to be, do, have, create, experience in a lifetime. Once you do that, there's motivation built right into that. You know, what's something you would love to do in your life ahead of yourself? What's one thing? Uh, run my own podcast company. <laughs> okay. Now think about taking that thought and building that up to putting you in the place where you can see it, you can feel it, you can, you know, all of your senses lean into it. Wouldn't that automatically start exciting you more about that? Oh, totally. But most people, they, so many people don't know how, but a lot of people that know how it just seems like effort or they've had disappointments or they've had things like that. And one of the key things is fear. Fear has robbed me of so many years of my life because I would be I would be in the study mode, but to actually step out that fear would be like a block, like a wall I'd hit up against, you know? And understanding how to work through that only creates more of that vision. So if you think of what we're talking about, we're getting the mindset, the way we speak to ourselves and things like that. We get a dynamic vision for what's possible. And I've taken companies who were bankruptcy working one week out of every month. <clears throat> And we started turning that around with a vision of what we wanted to be like. And within three months, new owners came in and put $12 million into the business to get it back going again and such. So when we get that vision right behind it, we have to get the heck out of the way of that vision. We can't be focused on how we're going to make And that's the other thing a lot of people get blocked by. How am I going to make it happen? How, what am I going to do? You know, and, and that's the other thing to inspire a lot of my clients is we start backing off of that. We start backing off of making it happen and just getting the excitement into that vision and allowing things to show up out of the blue. 
you know, all of a sudden you overhear something or you get this, you know, thought of this idea. So it's, it's a combo of all of this stuff combined walking through a process that's developed to specifically identify that underlying conditioning, but also spark that vision and moving into that vision. Wow. That, that's amazing. I love that so much. Definitely. I can relate to the fear aspect for sure. For sure. Especially right now I've been looking for just a new job to like Mm -hmm. move forward in my career and just like the, the kind of fear of not being able to a do what would actually make me happy and fear and landing in a position that like won't actually make me happy. It has me in this like weird limbo situation, <laughs> but yes. I understand what you're saying. And part of that whole thing, when we look at it, when you know, I, I'll tell people, I'll say, you know, our fear is so tall. We can never get over it. Right. And yeah. it's so far side to side. We can never get around it. But most times when we go through our fear, it's paper thin. You know, but what happens is we get these thoughts, like what you said, if I end up in a job that, you know, is, is I don't want a place I don't want to be, you said different words, but we look at that and we look at that as being a definite possibility. But with that, we don't see that other side. If I get into a place and it's not for me, I'll find someplace else. It'll be a stepping stone into where I'm supposed to be, you know, and we don't follow those through. But everybody who's ever done any successful achievement has had to face fear. But when we understand, Fear isn't telling us we can't. It's truly just a step outside of our comfort zone, right? Because we don't know it. It's, it's uncharted territory. And so there's going to be fear there. But as we step out into it, the greater the fear, the closest we're getting to our greatest, you know, to the edge of our greatness. That's perfect. This episode is brought to you by Ferrisville. Ferrisville was founded by a single mom of twins who has created empowering apparel and goods to raise awareness for mental health and self-care topics. 25% of net proceeds from every purchase are donated to mental health advocacy programs. Be sure to check them out at www.ferrisville.net. Use the code NEWINSPIRATION for 15% off storewide. So when you are inspiring all these people, it obviously takes a toll on you personally. What kind of kind of motivation do you use for yourself to keep up like this inspiration? Because you're an inspiration to just people in general. So who do you go to for inspiration? Well, I work with coaches, different coaches, not the same one over and over and over and over. And, you know, and part of the whole thing I do with my coaching is, is I'm not one of these people looking to build an empire out of my client's wallet book. I only work with eight clients at a time, start to finish. And I do that because I know people are going to run into that conditioning and those patterns, paradigms, things like that. It, you can't schedule those two coaching sessions. But if, when they run into them, I want to help them shift those as quick as we can and get them moving so they get more out of our time together overall. So I only work with eight clients at a time. I have, I've had coaches in my life for three decades now, not always the same one. I'm working with a coach right now. And one of the things I tell my clients is my whole goal is to get you to where you don't need me in your life anymore. I'm not a lifelong, you know, what turns into a crutch and things like that. I'm here to help you get to a destination. And then that path when you're there is going to unfold for you and what, you know, what's next. But I continue to work with different coaches. I work with one over the last four months now to help me with my marketing, with COVID and the readjustment and all that stuff. You know, I'm completely remarketed how I'm doing and honing in on who I serve, but also who I don't serve. 
you know, and doing things like that. So I continue to work, grow and expand in my life. I also have my own uh, personal coach. I've talked about, or I guess she's an executive coach. I'm not really sure what her title would be, but she, I've talked about her in a previous episode and just with me trying to facilitate moving into a different career, she has helped mountains. Like I honestly think a personal or executive coach is seriously so, so, so impactful to anybody's life. So I'm so in awe of everything that you are doing for not only your clients and just like what every personal coach is doing. Like I, you guys are doing amazing things. I feel like I'm blessed with what I get to do, you know, with, with serving. And, and you asked about my inspiration, but like I've helped people who were major professors at, at universities and stuff walk off there and for the last three and a half years have been traveling to all the national parks in the United States, but staying there for months at a time. She's, she's monetized a blog. And, and so she has finance and she's exceeded what she was doing financially with that. I've helped business owner go from 1.5 to $6 million, you know, and experience a hundred thousand dollars in new growth within three weeks. Like, like all these things that happen to these people is so inspiring to me. I, I feel like I'm so blessed getting to be involved. I had a teacher who was burned out from teaching and came to me and we started working together. When we did her vision, her vision was to buy a short school bus, convert it to a hair salon, go to industrial parks that people could walk outside and get their hair cut. Within a year, she got a larger bus and put a boutique in the front with a haircutting station in the back and just loving her life. Like, it's amazing. So you could imagine getting to be a part of this in people's lives is inspiring in itself. Yeah, I love that so much. I love that story. Last couple questions. Do you, are there any other resources or kind of practices that you kind of rely on besides having a coach? Because, you know, not everybody has access to a coach or some person of that magnitude. What would you say? Absolutely. And I'm really big into reading. You know, I used to, like I was at points where I would be reading three to five books at a time. And then I've been at points where I haven't read much at all. But I typically every morning in my morning practice, I'll have something I'll read. You know, for me, I'll read stuff in the Bible and things like that. And, And, you know, but and yes, absolutely. I have, I have things like that. I have associate, you know, associates of mine who are doing the same types of things I'm doing where we bounce things off of each other and we stay in communication. It really is, is like, it really is like when I talk about like our network, the thoughts we entertain, the, the, the words we use, the people we hang out with, it's having that network of like-minded people, you know, that, so it's like a continuation of living this life. It's not something that gets turned on and off. Does that make sense? Perfect. Okay. So I have a kind of interesting question just based on your earlier conversation. So what you mentioned how your life was 20, 30 years ago, whatnot, what would your younger self think about what you're doing now? Oh my God. So proud. So, cause it's what, it's what I've always wanted to do and, and going through, like you said, there's fears, there's everything else There's all the hurdles of, of, of opening, truly opening that up, you know, to step into living the way we truly desire is different than dabbling around with it. And, and to the younger me looking at it would, would just be odd, like just so proud. That's perfect. That's, I love that. Okay. So any advice that you would kind of give to say a 25 year old like myself, just looking to not only just grow their life, but like grow their career, grow just in generally as a person. Yeah. The one thing I would tell them is, 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 is the more you can stay 
in the beginner mindset. You know, because we're all taught and we're all conditioned that you have to have the answers, you have to know what to do, you have to know how to fix it. You, you know, if you can stay in that beginner mindset, which all it really is, is you know everything you know, but look and seek, how do I add to that knowledge base? You know, being able to do that, well, I mean, it, it just explodes growth. It explodes potential of what's available when we get like that. And every client, the very first one-on-one -on -one session I have with them, I will bring up, I have a partner, I bring up the mindset because it opens that up. And then the other thing I would say right behind that is we're often taught, you know, you look for the paycheck you're going to get, you look for the money you're going to have, you look for the house, you're gonna, you know, and I just want to say, based on example, knowing what I know now and helping kids who are 20, 21 year old, I had a, a client come to me, he, I had coached him in youth hockey and he called me about two years ago. He said, coach, you know, this should be the time of my life. But all I'm doing is sitting around smoking weed and playing Xbox all day. And I can't see him living like this. He was thinking about quitting school and everything else. Within a year of us starting to work together, he developed this program that's in dealerships now on how they handle their warranty and stuff. And he's a multimillionaire. And he's continuing to expand. And he is loving what he's doing, living in that creativity. Now, we were talking earlier, if I had all technical stuff like that, I wouldn't love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but he does. And, and, and getting to see that. So, so if you could set aside and just know whatever your, is truly your passion and your purpose, following that will make you more money than any other avenue you can take. That is resounding words. I love that so much. <laughs> I will put that in a quote and probably put it up on my wall or my whiteboard somewhere. I love that. Wow. That's because the one thing I would like to get in there is if anybody what? wants to get a hold of me, all they have to do is reach out to coachwithjoey.com, all one word, coachwithjoey.com, and they can schedule a free 10 minute call where we get on the phone and just talk about what's going on, where do you want to be, spark some ins inspired insights as far as moving in that direction. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys are interested in showing your support for Quest for New Inspiration, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, as well as Twitter. And we have finally released merch. So make sure to go get your Quest for New Inspiration t-shirt or sweatshirt or even coffee mug for the holidays. 